Well, welcome to MSU today. I'm Bill Beekman, Vice President and Athletic Director here at Michigan State University. And today we've got a very exciting guest, uh, Rebecca Surian, our new uh, Director of the Spartan Fund within MSU Athletics. And Rebecca has a long and storied uh, career at Michigan State, uh, both as a student and for many, many years in our uh, Central Advancement Office and uh, and most recently within the College of Music, where she was the uh, principal fundraiser for the Billman Music Pavilion, a truly spectacular facility that sits uh, in the uh, you know in the center part of campus, uh, uh, adjacent to the uh, the College of Music. So, uh, Rebecca, welcome to the program. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Tell us. Uh, I I sort of went over it very quickly, but uh, but tell us about your MSU experience and. Uh, and, and how, you, uh, how you've come to us in athletics. Well, that sounds great. I'm happy to do that. So I always like to surprise people and tell them that I came to MSU in 1969. Um, my father was a French professor at Michigan State and he and my mother came to campus when my twin sister and I were three years old. So I've been on campus pretty much my entire life. Um, we lived in the faculty bricks. Um, they're now raised, so they're not there anymore, but I remember well playing in Cherry Lane and playing around the Quonset Huts where Breslin Center and Mon Ice Arena are now. And um, MSU was my playground. And then I attended Michigan State. I was a student telemarketer in the late 80s and graduated from Michigan State in 1990. I actually met my husband in the telemarketing program. So we're both fundraisers. He's a fundraiser at, in the College of Osteopathic Medicine. And um, we met fell in love, got married at the Alumni Chapel, and I was actually groomed to take over a position in our annual giving program, running the telemarketing program. So we moved from a, what we would call a smile and dial manual calling program, and I helped to put our um, first predictive telemarketing program together. So we were one of the first in the country to use um, the predictive dialer and a computer automated system to uh, call our MSU alumni. And that's when I realized my joy and passion for raising money from Michigan State alumni. You have an, an interesting background in that you're, uh, you've, you've spent many years uh, as the as the lead fundraiser in the College of Music. And, and now you've joined us in athletics, which would be sort of a, a seemingly kind of 180 degree flip. But, uh, but, but my sense also is, is that we we probably could, could tease out some real similarities uh, between those two units in, in terms of their, uh, their, their external focus and, uh, and, and focus on performance and, and some of those kinds of, kinds of aspects. So how do you see this transition? You know, I see it, it's funny that you say that because I've had that asked many times. So people were very surprised when they learned that I moved from the College of Music to Athletics and thought, really? arts fundraising and now athletic fundraising. And frankly, I think it's it's very similar. Um, I'm talking with alumni who are passionate about Michigan State University. They are passionate about this university having great opportunities for our faculty and students. And so in music, I spoke with individuals who wanted very much to support the College of Music and have an opportunity for students to improve their educational experience, as you had indicated with the Billman Music Pavilion. 
And I see the same opportunity, frankly, in, in athletics. We're talking to MSU alumni of all colleges. You know, there aren't alumni of athletics necessarily. And frankly, in music, I typically spoke more to alumni across colleges and not necessarily music alumni. They weren't really typically our um, top prospects to visit with about major gift support for the College of Music. So I, I see an easy transition. We, I know a number of alumni who have supported the College of Music over the years as well as athletics. So I actually see it as a very, very logical and easy next step in my career path. It's just visiting with people and talking about their passions and wanting to support MSU and see both our academic and the university as a whole exceed and do well and thrive. So Rebecca, you're, I believe, the first uh, uh, professional uh, fundraiser that we've, we've had on our program. And I can imagine many people thinking, oh my goodness, that's gotta be the hardest job in the world. Yeah, asking someone for money, um, and uh, uh, I I could never do that. That that seems so intimidating. Um, how how is it that, uh, that that you've made this a a career that that you that you really enjoy doing for so many years? What are the what what are the parts that that the person that that might think that way would be missing? Being a fundraiser is just about developing relationships with people and understanding what their passions are and understanding what excites them about Michigan State University and just building that understanding more and really getting to a point where you have an opportunity to talk with them about the, the experience that they get, the joy that they get when they make a gift to the university. So it's really about letting donors understand the experience um, and the joy that they get when they make a significant gift to the university. It's really all about building relationships. So the ask comes naturally when you talk about passion, when you talk about how people want to invest in their university. And when it gets to the point where you talk about a gift, it, it's actually it's actually remarkably easy. I mean, I've developed a relationship with one of my donors in music, who's actually also uh, an athletic donor, and he came to MSU in the '70s. He was a basketball manager. He actually, before that, was a member of the Spartan marching band. He played tuba, and he loved music. But that was not going to be his career that he was going to study in at Michigan State. And he joined the band. He was super excited about it and quit after a week because he just couldn't take the commitment of being in the Spartan Marching Band, having fun as a student freshman and also studying. So he ended up quitting the Spartan Marching Band and being a, a football manager. And many years later, I was connected with him. He's a California alum and learned about his passion and interest in music. He married a jazz singer and after years of getting to know this couple really well, they ended up making a very significant gift to our Billman Music Pavilion. And he's been a very significant supporter of athletics as well. So it's again, developing relationships and then you get to an easy point in your relationship when you say, what, what would you like to do? What would you like to um, support that would be meaningful to you and your family? 
at Michigan State University. And then it's natural. It's an easy process. So as we think about uh, fundraising and, you know, and certainly here in athletics, uh, it's, it's one of the, the, uh, one of the key uh, sources of, of revenue that helps us drive the athletic department forward is that support we receive from, from our many, many uh, you know, very generous and kind donors. And it, it may come as a surprise to some that, that our department doesn't receive any money from, uh, from uh, tuition. Uh, we don't receive anything from the state appropriation. Uh, we really keep a fairly bright line distinction between the athletics budget and the budget of the university. And, uh, and, and I think that that's very important so that, that academic resources go towards academics and then the money that we're able to fundraise can, can support athletic enterprises. And so in that context, uh, you know, share with us some of the, uh, the, the projects that, uh, that you're working on, on helping us support in athletics and uh, now and in the future. Our Spartan Fund team, a group of really terrific and committed development officers um, with their work and guidance and some folks from our central development office, our priorities are certainly um, number one, I would say, is the Mun Ice Arena addition. Uh, there's a goal for us to raise $22.5 million for this facilities campaign, and we've raised about $60 million and have about $6.5 million to go to reach our target goal. Construction on this project is likely this audience may know was halted during the COVID-19 pandemic. And we just recently received word, as you know, Bill, that we're able to begin construction again on that. So really our first priority is to hit the ground running and continue to reach out to our closest supporters so we can wrap up that campaign and finish that facilities project so Coach Cole can get to recruiting top recruits for our hockey team and, and moving that, that um, program forward. So it's one of the best facilities in the country for ice hockey. Um, and then certainly after that, we are really excited about Matt Ishpia's very significant gift to Michigan State University. Obviously the largest gift that MSU has received and the most significant gift to athletics. And we are really excited, especially about the $20 million gift that he's allocated to um, improve football facilities. So we are definitely um, going to get moving on that project as soon as possible, understand what the parameters are for it, understand costs, and finalize plans and get moving to put asks out there to name key spaces in that facility and, and get that project off the ground. But then of course, along with facilities, we always have a need for endowed support for students, you know, travel funds for our coaches and their programs. We just have, you know, there are always areas that you can find that need support for um, students, athletes, um, uh, their coaches and programmatic support so they can put together travel opportunities for their students in the best light possible. Certainly the last, as you, as you mentioned, the, the MUN project was, uh, was halted for a time as a result of the pandemic. Uh, how has the, uh, the, the pandemic uh, affected our, our university fundraising programs? What, what, uh, obviously, we've, we haven't been able to communicate in the same ways, uh, reach out and, and talk to people and have personal uh, conversations face-to-face -face quite as much. How, how, has it infect, how has it affected the work that you do? Gosh, it's been a year and a half. I mean, we're just so happy to, 
start to get into our new normal. Thankfully, the good about the pandemic, I'd say, is that um, my colleagues in advancement, we've had the opportunity to meet more people perhaps than we would have or could have. I mean, we've had opportunities to have virtual conversations with Spartans uh, who we may not have been able to connect with in person, um, folks from all over the world, frankly. And that's been fantastic. We, we're, it really has been an opportunity to meet more people in some aspects than we would have in person. Um, but of course, the, the drawback is that this was all done virtually for the most part or over the phone. And, you know, folks are getting tired of the virtual experience and virtual environment. We just want to be able to meet with Spartans and, you know, get together on campus and visit each other and walk on campus and go to the state room and have lunch or go to Brody Hall and I, I totally miss going to Brody Hall and having lunch and taking donors there and having them see what our students get to eat for dorm food these days. Oops, I'm supposed to say residential college, not dorms. But um, it's just a great experience when you can be with Spartans and connect with them personally. And I really have missed that. Um, I've just missed that opportunity to engage with folks and shake their hands and sit in front of them and you know, share, share our common experiences. So I cannot wait to get back to in-person events, games, and that fabulous excitement that you get like on football home games when you just have crowds of people cheering on our Spartans. So I'm really looking forward to that. So it's been rough. It's been, it's been a challenging year for fundraising because we just haven't been able to connect as deeply with with Spartans who want to support our university as possible. There have been some good successes, but it's been a challenge, that's for sure. One thing you said that certainly resonates with me, uh, I take a great joy in uh, when, when, a, when an alum comes onto campus and we're, we're going to get together for lunch, uh, going over to Brody, uh, particularly those folks that remember the Brody of the, the 70s and 60s and the, um, it, it certainly is a very, very different place than it was back when we were in school. And, and people are to see the look on their face when they, uh, they see a salad bar that's 30 foot long or the, uh, uh, the sushi station or uh, the vegetarian station and uh, the, uh, the, the dairy store ice cream and, and, and on and on it goes. And, uh, and so the, certainly any of our residence hall dining facilities are are spectacular, but Brody, just for its size and scope, is is pretty unique and uh, you know and and open to the public, so uh, you know individuals can can go in and have a have a great meal. So, in in your many years on campus and your your many uh, uh, experiences across uh, uh, the music school and and other areas, uh, you know, share with us a uh, you know, your your. Uh, maybe a fond memory or, or something that uh, um, maybe that was a little out of the ordinary, uh, an interesting experience that you've had in your fundraising career? Well, I guess my most exciting experience was um, my conversation and um, work securing the lead gift for the music bill, the um, Billman Music Pavilion campaign. So College of Music, is a 1939 WPA building on campus in the heart of campus. And um, the facilities there, as we 
frequently talk about in athletics, we need to have top-notch facilities for our student athletes. Well, um, a 1939 WPA building does not um, provide top-notch acoustical appropriate space for our student musicians. So, you know, my, my greatest pride and joy for a gift received was the one that that Dr. James K. Billman gave for the music building when we, we got to secure that lead gift and then he ended up turning it into a naming gift for the Billman Music Pavilion. It was just my greatest joy. I mean, the opportunity to have had that campaign be successful, we needed to raise 17.5 million. We raised 17.8 with uh, Jim Forger, Dean of the college and my colleagues in the college advancement office leading the way. Um, what a what an incredible experience and joy it was to see the students and faculty in these spaces that are so beautiful and acoustically sound and um, spacious and state-of-the-art with air conditioning. I mean, the music building doesn't have air conditioning, so it has a HVAC system that, you know, exchanges on the quarter hour. It's just so beautiful. It's top-notch. It's world-class. It's truly transformational. So that's, that's, my greatest experience is having that campaign succeed and then seeing the joy and appreciation on our students' faces and the faculty. It, it was just an incredible experience. So that, that's, that's my favorite, I would say. And in many ways, that resonates with what we do in athletics, trying to provide our students with the tools they need uh, to be as successful as they can be. And uh, in, in the case of a musician, that's a room with the right uh, acoustics, uh, perhaps the right humidity level for the instrument, um, all those kinds of details. And in athletics, it's things like uh, weight rooms and nutrition stations and uh, you know, different, but, but in so many respects, uh, very similar insofar as you're trying to get your, your faculty or in our case, coaches and your students with the, uh, you know, equipping them with the tools they need to be as successful as they can be. You bet, it's, it's fantastic. I'm really looking forward to this opportunity in athletics and, and having the opportunity to work with our coaches and all of our sports and getting to know our student athletes and providing those transformational moments for them as well. I'm, I'm just really looking forward to this experience and opportunity. So Rebecca, you also have the uh, distinction of being the, the first female to lead our Spartan Fund. Um, and uh, yeah, and it, it is a, a profession that, that probably is largely male dominated. And, uh, um, and yet, uh, uh, you've you've taken this on with gusto and passion, and uh, um, and what what is it? Uh, what what does that mean to you? You know, I'm honored. That's the first thing um, that I would say. But it also makes a great deal of sense, in my opinion. I mean, 50% of the athletic scholarships are awarded to female athletes, right? Women love athletic competition just as much as men do, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, in my 30 years of experience. Um, women have in, in fundraising, women have typically been as engaged, if not more so than their male counterparts. So in my opinion, it makes perfect logical sense to have a woman in this position working with their male counterparts and our alumni who love sports it makes perfect sense to me. I mean, I look at the experiences, frankly, through my, my daughter's eyes, I have two daughters, they're both Spartans. 
My oldest, Victoria, graduated in May of 2019. My youngest is going into her senior year at MSU. And, you know, they have such incredible Spartan experiences. They were both um, high level soccer players in high school and considered playing athletics when they were and figuring out what their next step career move was when they were considering college. And they decided, you know, I love soccer, but I love Michigan State University more and I wanna to go to MSU. So they, they were super excited about the opportunity to come to Michigan State. And there's so many women and men who have that experience and we all wanna support different areas of Michigan State and athletics is certainly one of them. I mean, my daughter, Catherine, was home for um, a long weekend when I had my interview uh, for this position. When I visited with Mel Tucker, it was over Zoom and my daughter was so incredibly excited that Mel Tucker was talking to her mom at that moment in time. I mean, she was literally sitting outside of my office door while I was having this interview eavesdropping on our call. And so I actually said something to Coach Tucker and he said, really, you think she's right outside your door? And I said, oh, I'm, I'm absolutely certain of it. She's eavesdropping, it's driving me nuts. And he said, invite her in. And I said, hey, Kat. And she's like, yeah. I mean, she literally was right outside my door. I said, Coach Tucker wants you to come in and say hi. I mean, I just could not have orchestrated it any better. She walked in with her papa's extra large green MSU football sweatshirt on, I kid you not. And she was just googly eyed over the opportunity to talk with Coach Tucker and have a few moments with him. And she shared with her the experiences that she's had on campus and how such a huge part of her college experience is going to football games with her friends and cheering for her Spartans and cheering for Spartans for football games and I mean, whatever sport that we're doing well in, frankly, they get so excited and want to support their fellow student athletes. So, you know, that experience is multiplied. It's, it's so many alumni have that experience and they want to be a part of the excitement. They want to be a part of um, the transformation on campus. And we want to be a part of the opportunity to help our student athletes be the best that they can. So I just think that being a woman, it's exciting that I'm the first one to head the Spartan Fund, but I don't think it's particularly unusual or strange. I mean, we're just all people trying to figure out how to make our university better. And I just happen to be a female leading the Spartan Fund. No, I, I couldn't agree more. And uh, we're, we're, we're thrilled to have you. Um... So uh, we usually uh, wrap up these conversations with, uh, with a couple of questions that may be a little uh, uh, offbeat or off the wall. And so uh, uh, given your, your many, many years in the College of Music, um, but, but since, since you're leaving the college, maybe this is a little bit more of a fair question than it would have been if you were there. Um, what's, your, uh, what's your favorite kind of music? Oh, well, I guess I'd say I have two. So I love chamber music. I have actually grown to love chamber music because of my experience in the College of Music. And um, my other one would be jazz. I, I, Rodney Whitaker and the professors of jazz are just so outstanding. I love going to jazz concerts. I love the 
improvisation that they do and the talking that they have and the relationship that they build while they're on stage playing their instrument. And so I, I guess I'd say jazz and, and chamber music, those are my favorites. Well, and, and two areas in which we, uh, we certainly excel at Michigan State. And uh, anybody that hasn't uh, uh, heard Rodney and his jazz group is really, really missing something that's an extraordinary part of our community. So on the, on, in the same sort of context, uh, is there a, uh, uh, is there a sport that you, uh, that you like to participate in or a particular sport you like to watch? Well, a sport I like to participate in. Hmm. It used to be racquetball, but I don't really play that anymore. I'm, I have, for the last couple of years, I've been involved with the Orange Theory Fitness area. So I try and go and get my workout in at the East Lansing Orange Theory Fitness. I love the coaches over there. They're fabulous. Liz is my girl. Um, and I, I love watching MSU football. I mean, I've watched MSU football pretty much my entire life. Like, as I said, my father was a professor at MSU. And I remember going to football games all the time. I mean, I'm talking, we got in at halftime for free when I was a kid. Times have changed a lot. I remember, do you remember the little, the little um, bags of caramel corn and they used to be in the wax paper? Oh my God, I love that. My sister and I used to carry in <clears throat> bags and bags, huge bags of toilet paper. And we always watched the games from the upper deck. And whenever we'd score a big touchdown to, you know, go ahead in the game, we would throw toilet paper over the, the, the um, upper deck into the lower bowl. Do you remember that at all? I mean, we did that all the time. We did that all the time. We do that all the time. We, there's no way you could do that today, right? So I remember that. I remember that. I remember um, the Spartan Marching Band playing the Fago song. Like, no one knows the Fago song anymore. I love that. That was so cool. I remember one game in particular. My sister and I, my twin sister, Lucinda, we were at a game with my father. He went all the time, every home football game. And it was freezing out. And we probably wished that we hadn't gone to this game, right? So it was so cold. And we always sat in the upper deck because my dad could get a better view of the game. He always wanted to be in the upper deck and we were begging him to go home early. I actually shared this with Mel Tucker also. And he said, wait, you wanted to leave the game early? You're not supposed to leave the game early. I'm like, we were in the third grade, right? We were freezing. We wanted to go home. So my father was like, you know, adamant, I'm not leaving the game early. And my mom wasn't there. And he finally walked us up to the very tippity top of the bleachers pointed in the directions of the faculty bricks where we lived on campus and said, if you want to go home, that's where we live, walk. And we looked at each other, my sister and I did, we held hands and said, we're out of here and figured out our way home. <laughs> so that was a part of my childhood. We loved going to football games. I still do. I love basketball games, love going to hockey games. I've been to many soccer games because my kids were soccer um, athletes and volleyball, super fun. I, there's, there's all sorts. There's also, I mean, anything Spartan is super fun. So, well, Rebecca, thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, another a great uh, edition of MSU today. And we, we so much appreciate you taking the time to, uh, to be with us and we'll look forward to great things to come. Uh, within the uh, Department of Athletics. Thanks so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Go green. Go white.